Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. We catch that football, so here it is. Here it is. Biggest play in the season right here, right, Paul? It's the entire season. Fourth and eight from the Vikings, 48. If they don't get a first down, the New York Giants win the game. Cousins takes the snap. Thibodeau blitzes. Kirk throws right. Claude Hawkinson shy of the first down, and he stopped at the Giants, 49. And uh, the New York Giants are heading to Philadelphia for the divisional round of the postseason having beaten the Minnesota Vikings 31-24 I mean that whole operation there Hawkinson like 235 yards in two games against the Giants but uh, that whole operation there man I mean that was just super short yeah it was I mean and we caught a break as Slayton drops a what should have been a first down What a call there by Paul Allen and the rest of the Minnesota Vikings radio team. Man. <laughs> Not too shabby. He was in it. He was having some fun. Fourth down and eight. Short pass to TJ Hawkins. And they set the whole thing up. Like he said, it's it's their season right here. And then he's like, yeah, yeah that was cool. Came I, and went. The fans were like, if you heard the. Like the crowd noise in the background, it was consistent. It what it didn't peak, it didn't go below the line. It just rested right at that point, like it, a fourth down play should. If it matters any, they still have one of the greatest, where they do the drum and the clap yeah. and they're like skull. Like mm-hmm. that's still one of the sweetest things in professional sports. Yeah, it's a good thing that we don't get to hear that anymore this season. Wow. You Says know, the Bears Allen, fan, I forget. He, That's he right. booked his ticket to Cabo as quickly as TJ Hawkinson got pushed back. What did you ask me this morning before the show started? You're like, I don't get it. Like, did they think Hawkinson was like going oh, to break it. a tackle? Yeah, or? That's what I said. You were lying on him to break a tackle on fourth down, throw it three yards, and you're like, hey, guys, here's the play call. Get this. Hear me out. We're going to throw it short to Hawkinson. And, you know, because he had that great game against the Giants earlier – He'll break the tackle and run for the first down. It's 6.45 a.m., uh, man. I, I wasn't ready to think that deep. How about we just throw it to the first down marker and then try to break a tackle? Man. And unfortunately, at least for me, when it came to that game, the two teams that I, I would like to have seen at least go a little bit of a distance were playing each other in that game. So, yeah, Giants well, and the Vikings. Well, you got one to go further. And, yeah. And they were long shots, but both uh, the proverbial dark horses, one in each conference. Mm-hmm. Gonzo. Strip them. I, I had the Vikings in the NFC as a dark horse and the Chargers. Now, they were super dark because most people didn't think they were going to win their first-round game. But, hey, it's pretty they nice. were long shots. Yeah, you know, I just I – can't, I can't stand behind that call by Kevin O'Connell. I think um, he should relinquish some of his control over play-calling duties moving forward. Do you think Dorsey's helping out Allen? Not at all. Although – According to Tony Romo, neither one of those first two picks were Allen's fault. So, 
He probably well, puts it on Dorsey. Well, the one that hit the chest of Cole Beasley and bounced off. Like, I, I don't want to knock him too much. But even still, remember, guys, Josh Allen isn't the most accurate quarterback. Alien. Alan Alananian, whatever he calls him. <laughs> I don't know. You know what's interesting about Dorsey wanting to get vertical in the passing game all the time? It's almost like it's not the opposite of what he did at Miami because he wasn't like known for super great arm strength. But they're like polar opposite quarterbacks like when Dorsey played versus Josh Allen. So that – Mm-hmm. Marriage is, is very interesting. Man, speaking of Miami, that delay a game that happened on 4-1. So real time, uh, this is just me being dumb, but like so real time, just on, tw- you know, I was holding my phone and I'm scrolling and I go, I'm looking at the clock. Uh-huh. I'm like, delay a game? Question mark. And then it happened mm-hmm. and I my tweet a minute or a sec, you know, a couple seconds later was, yep. Well, yeah, <laughs> I saw your yep tweet. Because I was like, oh, man, I thought – Because I'm, I'm just watching it real time. I'm like, what are they waiting on? That's and I, I knew said. they didn't have any timeouts. I'm on my couch, and I'm like, guys, there's 15 seconds on the play clock, uh, and you're still changing. So you're I'm still like, substituting. And I, and I just – it was kind of rhetorical. And then you go into the presser saying that you thought you had the first down. Like, come Here, on. Here's the thing, though. Come on, guys. Here's the thing. Who's, who's telling you in your headset that, hey, we got the first down? Even if you've got a rook, right, young quarterback, whatever. How many different plays are you running on fourth down? No, none. You're running two plays on fourth down. Although, don't tell that to Jacksonville because that little Packer sweep they ran yeah, with that, ATN. Well, Doug Peterson runs 17 plays on fourth down. Uh, but most fourth down that, plays. That thing was pretty sweet. Most fourth down <laughs> plays are, hey, we're either going to sneak it or we're going to do a little short handoff. And the clock, it just kept just going and going. And I was like, delay game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. And then you put Skylar Thompson in the position of having to throw six yards now. And, Ga- and Gasecki still should have caught that ball. He should have. Good defense. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a play. When you have a, when you have a, you know, your backup quarterback, or in their case, their third string quarterback, everybody else has got to up their game. And there were a couple of balls yesterday in the in the last three or four series of that game that I thought Miami everybody not named Tyreek Hill and Waddle had the tough one on the the sidelines but like you got to help your QB out too in that one like I I and Gasecki's capable I mean he's made some circus catches I I think he's a stud but did the Bills just try and give that game away It's just weird play calling. I mean, with the drop passes, the timeout, the the weird play Speaking calling, of timeout in the challenge, the you think, letting Miami come back. Think Mike McDaniel wants one of those back? <laughs> you would think. Man. And you just had the sense. I don't know if you felt like that at 34-24. At 34-24, like, did I think that wasting a couple timeouts was going to cost him? I don't think so, but did, probably it Did can't. you think Mike McDaniel looked like, when, when you watched him do his presser, didn't it look like he just got done finishing balling his eyes out? I mean, he's like he emotional. Was, I love I love Mike he McDaniel. He was standing there behind I, his I glasses. Like the, I like the fact he's different. Red eye. I, I think, yeah, and I think he's emotional. And plus, only those guys in that locker room and that staff know just how hard the, down, the last month was for that football team. I mean, nothing went their way. You're under scrutiny. You've got one of your quarterback may not play 
again. Like I, I think they they were besieged by injuries. I just think that team had kind of been through the ringer emotionally together. And so I think the culmination of that, like, weighs on him. And you watch him, like, his little clips. I'm usually always tweeting out something. Or it's being sent to me because, I, like I said, I got – I forgot I got another Dolphins fan, Lance um, Balk Dog and Lincoln's a big Dolphins fan. I like Mike McDaniel. I like his vibe. I like his his pressers. I, it probably just he's hit him. He's got charisma. It probably just hit him. You know, he's, plus he's not – some of those guys are older than him. You know, I would, <laughs> you know? Also, I would also venture to think, too – if we furthered this this point, that because they weren't predicted to win, because he didn't have his best quarterback on the football field at the time mm. that could have given them a chance to win that football game, they got so close, so he wanted it even more. Yeah. He's just a young guy, too. My man was born in 83. Do you know when I was born? It's like Dan Marino's big time year. Marino's on the sidelines, right? He's cheering on the Dolphins. And Mike was like, man, when you were putting up prolific, unheard of numbers, man, I was fresh out in the womb. Aurora, <laughs> I Colorado's just opened my eyes. <laughs> what were you going to ask me that Sam brought up? Oh, and we'll continue the conversation, too. It, it was in regards. Yeah, now we're up against Shane. We're always up against time. Fix the clock, man. <laughs> it- <laughs> He had mentioned what kind of supporting cast it would take or what would need to be in place to get a guy like Dylan Rayola. And when he said that, I actually thought the latter. I thought if you get a guy like Dylan Rayola, you could get what kind studs. of supporting class you could build around yeah. him. But he would have to be the spearhead of that build. You don't just get five stars into your program. Unless they're legacies, right? I mean, and, and we've seen a couple of legacies come through Nebraska in the last 15, 20 years. Uh, but, and, and they've been impact players. Like, they're, good, they're really good players. But you don't get a quarterback, a five-star quarterback, just out of nowhere. You, you have to have some type of program that w- built that wins. Well, right? there's only a handful every year And anyway, there's only right? a handful. So if you can grab him as a legacy – and you can build around him. Because once you get one five-star, especially at the quarterback position, you could get seven, right? If, if That's probably a little high, but I get the point, right? I mean, whether it's guys that he's camped with, guys that he's seen on the recruiting mm-hmm. circuit, he's probably, you know, because recruits develop relationships with other recruits because you see them in other places. He probably could text a couple guys. And that, that's kind of what I'm getting at here is I don't think it starts with building the supporting cast. I think it starts getting somebody in that high-profile position, which is quarterback, and seeing what you can do from there. You know the easiest place to, if you want to build it up, to get somebody build and they will come? It's building it through the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Because if that offensive line is solid, that's attractive to QBs, then I think you can get the skill. So if I had to pick one of the three the, to, that I would try to do, I'd build the inside, then try to get the five-star, then get the receivers. We'll keep the conversation going next.